Hello. 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 Hi, Asha. Hi, Hi Ansh. Hi, guys. Okay, I'm Dhritwan. I'm Asha. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> and we talk about music. Yes, we are. Like we always do. <laughs> so, I'll tell what we're actually doing here. We're talking about music. And we're talking about things that we like, things that we don't like, things that we want other people to like. And you know... Yeah, just general like music geek stuff that we want to share with the world. Like, with the three people that are listening, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so... I think everyone should like three of us should go tell people about tell whoever is listening about ourselves. Yeah, sure. Why? So let's get this out there that uh, the three of us are in a band. So yeah. Yes. That's how we know each other. Delta the band on Instagram. <laughs> Check us out. <laughs> Shameless. Okay. So Ansh. Okay. You- so what you yeah i'll tell so what about self <laughs> about myself okay okay i'm a 17 year old who writes songs in my room nice because he has nothing else to do yeah some of them are good some of them are utter shit but the ones that are good i think they work so yeah also i have no other hobbies and you're really cool <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Ashay. What about you, Dhritwan? Okay, me? Yeah. Yes. Not I am after. also 17. And uh, yeah, I play drums, uh, guitar and bass. And I have zero songwriting abilities. Maybe that's Same. because I haven't tried it. But like, yeah, I don't intend on venturing into that zone. Because, yeah. And uh, yeah, I love music. I've been learning and playing since like eight years. So it's been a part of a major part of my life. Hmm. So yeah, that's about it. Asha. I am a sixteen year old. Yes, I'm younger yeah. than the other two. Uh who has been listening excessively to music all my life. And like whole life is music virtually. <laughs> and I've been learning for the last I don't even know like all my life, actually, I've been learning some things. So, yes, that is it. <laughs> Let's move nice. on. Okay. <laughs> also, to the two and a half people who are listening, sorry. It has reduced to like two messages. and a half now. Yeah. One person <laughs> like lost half their way. One, one earphone ka aawaz chala Sorry for the messiness. <laughs> Sorry for the messiness because this is literally the first time we are doing something like this. We have no experience in this. They asked yeah, me yeah. about it five so, minutes ago. <laughs> yes, Ash, we literally, we literally like just called Asha five minutes before this started. It's like Asha, karega kya? Bolna. And he was like, "Yeah." I mean, we didn't even have to explain him the whole thing. Instantly, he was like, "Yeah, I mean." Better origin story than Batman Begins. That's how free Asha is. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was playing. I was on another call right now, and. I wasn't really participating. That's so I thought... my point, dude. That's just both. That's just both. <laughs> but okay, yes. yeah. Moving on. Uh, today, we're going to talk about something general. Like, we intend on uh, reviewing albums, like one album per episode. But today, 
just because it's the first episode, we're going to be uh, listing our current favorite top three albums and why we love them. And yeah, so Anch, I think you should go first. Or Ashev, because alphabetically. No, let Anch go first. Because why not? Okay, I can go first. Why not? So first list the three albums, guys, and then we'll yeah. talk about them. Hmm. So we'll list the three albums and then we'll talk about one album each. Cool. That's how this is gonna go. Welcome to the most boring 30 minutes of your life now. <laughs> so my first album is Joy is an Act of Resistance by this British punk band called Idols. Mm-hmm. Second one is uh, Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life by Surprisingly, another British band called The Wombats. That's not surprising. And Best music is British music. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, definitely, maybe, by Oasis. Legendary. Hmm. I can worship that band. Okay. So, I'll pick Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life by The Wombats. Okay, wait. Let us all list the albums first, Anj. Relax, buddy. Okay. Yeah, chill. <laughs> so, sorry, na. <laughs> Ashay. Okay, so uh, my three albums that I could think of in five minutes were uh, <laughs> Being So Normal by this not too popular, unfortunately, band called Peach Pit. They're from Canada, they're I think. Popular. No, they're not. They're actually not. I don't know why they're not. They need to be. Please, everybody, all the Two people now listening to this <laughs> podcast. Just please listen to it. Sorry, up person. Um, okay, computer, iconic, like best album ever made, I think, by Radiohead, and Room for Squares by John Mayer. Jitwan, go on. Okay, so my uh, favorite album, like first on my list is whatever people say I am that's what I'm not by yet another British rock band called the Arctic Monkeys uh, then the second album that I'd like to talk about is Brand New Eyes by uh, Paramore and uh, the third one I chose is The Black Parade by the legendary the revolutionary My Chemical Romance hmm Okay, emo, emo classic. Yeah, they they like made that whole genre, shaped it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, like I gave it away before, I'm going to talk about beautiful people will ruin your life, which is so true in my life. But okay. Uh, so it's by this You're band called person. The Wombats. And you've ruined my life. But yeah, so now. Okay, go cool. on. And so, this album, it came out like around 2018, 2019, I don't remember. But, and I heard like a year later after it came out. And when I heard it, it's like, it's under 40 minutes. And the vibe of it is so clean. It's so, I mean, it's kind of huge, but at the same time, it's so chilled out. Mm-hmm. It's got songs like Cheetah Tongue, stuff like Turn. Then there is Ice Cream on this thing. Dip you in honey. I mean, these songs, they're just, they're just so refreshing. I mean, you can listen to them when you're showering. and like, like what genre do you classify them? The this is probably indie rock. Okay. And it's like, 
will be one of the best showers you've ever had. That sounds wrong. Mm. I don't know why. It sounds wrong because you made it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to be like? What are you going to do in the shower? That is going to be the best shower of your life, apart from <laughs> listening to music. Hmm. We will let PG the recording. You've got to keep this thing PG. Imagine <laughs> what he is talking about Ansh, in the washroom. We are like in the shower. <laughs> बस यही बाकी था तकलीफ ना आ रहा है गाना सुन रहा है और कुछ और कर रहा है वाइब कर रहा है वाइब लेट्स मूव ऑन वाइबिंग इन द मोस्ट प्योरेस्ट फॉर्म हां ऑल राइट हु वांट्स टू गो नेक्स्ट ओ आर यू डन या ओके देन रिटर्न डू यू वांट टू गो नेक्स्ट श्योर सो आई विल टॉक अबाउट ब्रांड न्यू आइस बाय पैरामोर So this wasn't the first album that I listened to by Paramore, but like I've always I'd always liked Paramore because of like some pop rock songs that I'd heard. But like uh, all Paramore fans uh, were going on about this album, but Brand New Eyes, and I was like I have to check this out because the band generally disappoint didn't disappoint me with any of their other songs. Uh, so yeah, I went and checked this uh, album out, and I was shocked because it was so different from their sound. that they were going for like at the moment this album came out in like 2007 and i was listening to their more recent stuff and it was so different it was it, it was classic emo punk and guitar rock and uh, they've done it really well it's really well produced i think it's the same producer that uh, produced american idiot and like yeah, yeah now you have like a standard for the sound because it's that good and uh, the album flows really well because it has like a nice mixture of uh, uh ballads uh, uh, uh like with the hard hitting stuff and the lyrics are on point and obviously haley williams haley williams never uh, fails to impress me with her vocals they're just like excellent vocal chops and yeah it's a fantastic album songs like ignorance uh, and uh, uh uh careful and like there are all the songs are insanely good so yeah this it has to be one of my favorite albums of all time hmm okay Ashish, so uh, I think I'll talk about Room for Squares because I have to talk about John Mayer. So if any of you <laughs> listening know me, you would know how much I love John Mayer. So okay, the first thing I listened of his, listened to from him, was his live album. Which, if you're ever going to listen to John Mayer, don't start with that because it might ruin the rest of his music for you. but um, i listened to that and then i absolutely died listening to it for the first time like it was on a plane ride or something and i died i passed away and that was just heaven and uh, then i thought ki let's let's listen to the rest of his music so i started off with his first album which is room for squares it and is not that is debatable his first album is okay full length album Yeah. Full length album is Room for Squares, and I don't listen to EPs and everything because I'm a purist, Mainstream. I guess. I would oh, say. Oh, <laughs> and uh, this one is not. So. Of course not, because my favorite John Mayer album <laughs> is is his first EP. Yeah. So there are some crazy songs. Obviously, his most famous song is from it, which is Your Body Is a Wonderland, which. 
I think is actually the worst song in the album. There's <laughs> wow. There's some real crazy crazy things like obviously Neon is one of them. Uh fun fact Neon learning Neon was a life goal for me. And I have achieved it on the guitar. Yay. So yes. <laughs> and applause. Um <laughs> Neon, Why Georgia and Gravity are like the big 3 of Wait, I thought Gravity was some continuum. I know I'm saying they're the big 3 and two of the big 3 John Mayer songs are oh, from okay. this album. And it's amazing. I think as what would you Apple Music says it's rock, but I don't agree with it being rock. I think it's more blues, jazz, pop rock. Pop rock? No, it's definitely not jazz or it's bluesy. There it's are blues, blues aspects blues. in the album. Okay, but you wouldn't call, uh, say, a Kendrick Lamar album a soul funk album because because there are aspects, but it's definitely hip hop. Hmm. Right. I think it's a pop rock or guitar rock. I think it's a guitar rock album. It's not. Def- it's definitely not an alternative album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was quite mainstream. But yeah, good. This is, this comes under the grand umbrella of rock music. I think. Yeah. Okay, Ansh. Second album. Okay. So. This next album we're talking about is called Definitely Maybe by this legendary band called Oasis. I mean, these guys broke into the scene when the whole grunge thing was dying down. And Oasis is a band that came to the UK at the exact time they wanted music that Oasis made. I mean, this is their debut album. Can you elaborate on that? Except whatever people say that I mean. On what? For the exact time part. I mean. uh obviously people needed something new like the grunge thing had just ended and so these guys come in where they talk their in their songs they're talking about being rock and roll star and not talking about sadness and stuff like that which was like the main theme of grunge music oh so it was like so, evolution musically yeah it was this is evolutionary it was evolutionary it was everything it was everything people needed at the time but they didn't know that they like needed music like this because of music <laughs> yeah because when supersonic came out i mean this song is just so fun to listen to it's it's about the lyrics are complete nonsense all right it it means the song means nothing the song has no meaning to it but still people sing along to it in concerts i mean that's just to me that's mind blowing you you, you sing this song about nothing basically the stuff like uh bring it on down and bring it on down is this one song which is so ferocious it it's it's in your face rock song basically it takes its time to start but when it starts it's like wow i wasn't expecting this and there is some elements of psychedelic rock music in this with songs like shaker maker Shake a Maker is such a weird song. I mean, the literal chorus of the song is "Shake along with me," and he keeps singing that. <laughs> he sings that for about sixteen times. Wow. And then, 
the album ends with this peaceful song called Married with Children, which is just beautiful to listen to. It's calming, it's relaxing. It's one of the most perfect endings to an album. To a raw hot take, but like Oasis, in my opinion, Oasis isn't as good as people. Same. Claim. I agree with Zutan, but I can see. I can see why. Like, yeah, like I understand yeah. why. I can see why people like them. Unch, yeah, unch might explode. I think this might be our final podcast. I I will explode, alright, because people don't get. I mean, yeah, it's not. They're not the best rock band in the world. They 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 don't create the best music. I get that. It's okay, but still, there's something about them that is just just gravitates mm-hmm. me to their music. And I know that there's. And I know Supersonic is not the best song. I know there are way better artists that I've listened to. John Mayer is a better artist. Arctic Monkeys, I mean, they've done <laughs> more stuff in a song that Oasis has done in an entire yeah, album. But see, that's the thing, right? The simplicity of these songs is what mm-hmm. attracts me to it. People try to, you know, add so many things into their music, but Oasis is just simple. I mean, if you listen to the guitar solos on the thing, they're so easy to play and they're so simple. I mean. You'd expect something complicated in a song as fast and as ferocious as "Bring It On Down," right? But it's nothing. It's just the same guitar lick, and he's playing it for he's playing it on four times. It's amazing. This is, along with, whatever people say that I am, this is one of the most perfect debut albums that a band can put out because of its vibe, of its songs, and of the attitude that these guys have had. You know, if someone asks me to listen to an Oasis album twice, no. what I'd say? <laughs> Definitely, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Also, I... one more song, "Live Forever." I mean, that's just. I think I talked about it, but still, I can go on mm-hmm. about that song for hours. It's just an amazing and a beautiful song. So yeah. Return. Okay. Uh, so. Second album is the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Classic, classic emo rock. Like everybody listening should know about this album if they're like even slightly into punk and emo music because like it's the it's it's the perfect uh, album uh, that has come out from the genre. Like it's also a coherent rock opera, but at the same time it explores so many weird genres while keeping a constant theme uh, that like connects the whole uh, album with like it's 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 beautiful the way they have constructed it because it's um, a narrative through uh, a non-linear narrative narrative through an album which is about death and it is insane because uh, the, there are songs like mama which uh, which takes like a reggae slash i don't even know what to call it but it's like a weird caribbean vibe with emo and uh, there's songs like teenagers which is classic guitar um, distortion guitar rock whatever you call it and then there's welcome to the black parade which is the most famous song by the band i think and it's obviously it it starts off with like a marching band thingy and then it moves into uh, a hard hitting punk uh, f- f- what a uh, section and i think yeah the whole album uh, when i when i have to say when i oh, when someone asks me what the album is about i'll just say it's a roller coaster because of the twists and turns uh, it, 
it goes through throughout the whole 50 odd minutes that it runs for. So yeah, it's a great album, and I recommend everyone to listen to it. And Asha would agree. So the I have a confession. I have listened to this album fully like three times in my entire life, and the only song I have listened to more than that is uh, "Cancer," and that's just because Dritan told okay. me to record it. But he, oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. it. It was very okay, intense emo, okay. emo rock. But yeah, yeah. So that's how the whole album is. But like, there mm. are some fun songs. But still, it's it's a it's a yeah. it's a ride. Just because of how intense. And when you think of emo, you think of intense. Yeah. So yeah, you have to. Oh yeah, it's a very good thing that intense emo ness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, not. It was the time I feel. Like you had to be emo if you were My Chemical Romance. One, <laughs> yeah. The, so there's that phase had Panic at the Disco, Fallout Boy, and like what? No, I don't even remember. Like, but there are so many bands that went through this phase, and like My Chemical Romance emerged on top, and then they left. They didn't make music for like ten years. We call it the Depression era. I I do think they're still making music. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. Hmm. Most definitely is. I can't relate because I haven't heard this album. Oh, you should. I'm sure you'll like it. Because yeah. it's it's edgy and emo and intense. Uh, yeah. So the thing about Ansh is for the peop- like how many of people listening is Ansh is the most hardcore person so, you will talk to people. ever. He is. I'm I, I'm yeah, all like yeah. the most hardcore person. If you ever okay, listen no. to music he's written. It is never not hardcore. Each second of every song. <laughs> I, I write soft stuff too. It's just that Asha hasn't listened to my soft. Oh, but the soft stuff ka lyrics are also hmm. not not hardcore. Yeah, Ansh Ansh is a very yeah. intense person, and it's a very good thing. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Asha, the album I'm going to talk about is. Being so normal by Peach Pit, also their first album. Not their it. They had couple EPs before this, but it's their first full length album, which is I think all all rock. You would say it's all rock. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, very decidedly all. So the start of it, you have to listen to the first three seconds of this album. Just the first chord of Drop the Guillotine. and you will know that damn okay this is this is a great album maza aayega sunke it's the no not that not that just the that part right the first e minor chord they play that they extend <laughs> and bend down i think no it's not bend they slide it up and just that one oh. thing will make you realize ki okay i'm in for a ride and it's going to be a good one it's not a long album it's only like 35 minutes 40 minutes of an album there's like 10 songs but it's a crazy album uh there are intense hyper intense fast paced songs like already aphrodite in it and then there are very beautiful soft actually not soft they still have intense parts in it but there are still some soft parts like uh, hot knifer which is i think one of the most 
beautiful songs I've listened to in a very long time. And there is Tommy's Party also, which is again a very like heart wrenching song to listen to if you're ever going to listen to, which you should. And yeah, I think that's it for me. Peach Pit guitarist is the best guitarist. The best. Best lead guitarist I have heard. The one with the pedo. You can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, if you see his mustache, then there's nothing else you can think of. (laughs) But yeah, he's he's a crazy man. He's amazing. Yeah, they're from Canada. They're from Vancouver. But yeah. Oh, cool. That is. Also, fun fact about Peach Pit. The lead singer never changes his shirt. <laughs> like in videos and in live performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dritwan, okay. I've Dritwan never once texted different... me saying, ki, Ashay, I have an important question. Does the, does the Peach Pit singer not change his clothes? <laughs> How am I supposed to know this, Dritwan? <laughs> yeah, but like... I don't know. You were a fan, I thought, and you like you knew everything about hmm. them. Maybe. Cool. Moving on. Okay, you're a fan, not a creep. Yeah. So, yeah my bad. <laughs> hmm. Ansh. Okay, Ansh. Okay. So, Asha literally called me the most hardcore person you've ever known. And this is a very good segue. Yes, because <laughs> this album that I'm about to talk to. Believe me, Asha, this this album screams my vibe. That's how hardcore you are. I mean, the song starts with this ominous... I mean, the, the opener of this uh, album has a song called Colossus. And I'm talking about Joy as an Act of Resistance by this Bristol punk band called Idols. So, Colossus as an opener. It's such a good opener. I mean, you... It's the opener to an album that I wanted to hear. This is the album that I wanted to hear. And, they, and Idols literally gave me what I wanted to listen to. So Colossus. This song starts with this drum line and this one bass note that goes on for two and a half minutes. And it just keeps building up and the rising tension of this song is just... It's just... It's so... It, it makes you want to... Uh, it makes you beg for the payoff. And the payoff is so amazing. It's like... So it builds up, it builds up, and then it stops, like, the entire music stops for, like, almost 10 seconds. And then it goes into this huge crescendo of this punk, like, loud, fast, and angry punk music. And he's just, and and Joe Talbot is a singer, he does not sing, he screams. He screams and he growls, but that's exactly what I love about him. He's he's he just his words and his lyric his words and the way he sings fit the entire vibe of this song. And the best thing about the song is that it just randomly stops. It randomly stops as in yeah. like in the middle or the, the end is just it randomly stops. No no no. Towards the end, it's like it goes. It's it's got this pace, right? And it's going fast. And then suddenly it just stops. Ah. It's five and a half minutes long. Right. And it just stops in the end. You know, Anshu just <laughs> said that the best part of the song yeah, is that so it's short. you like it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
and okay more about the one, and it abruptly stops and the next thing you know that they're playing the is that they're playing the riff from never fight a man with a bomb this song is literally about an argument that two people are having and the chorus is literally the singer screaming concrete to leather and it's so good the song is so good it's loud it's fast it's everything i like about this band that was okay yeah then and this album okay. is basically just giving a lot of inventors what uh question okay, i'm moving on do you guys yeah. are you guys the kind of people that put music on shuffle or i do you guys listen to full albums yes no i listen to the entire album Start no because so i was talking to a friend and i realized that all i do in my listenings of music most of the time is when i'm reading or traveling is i uh, open an album that i want to listen to and i play the first song and i'll let go of my phone because i feel like if it was especially old music if it was meant to be listened to as a vinyl uh what's it called record vinyl. and and that's going to play it serial wise right so the uh, artist must have had an idea about it about the progression of the album and i feel like it gives more respect to the work given if you are listening it listening to it in one straight motion what are your thoughts on that okay so i think that is no offense to anyone who does this but like thoda sa pretentious approach hai because now you have all the means <laughs> you have all the means to choose the songs you like and play the songs you want so why would you want to go oh yeah yeah i'm not i'm not saying it like that i'm just saying so i'm just saying an album can be either thought of a bunch of different experiences hmm. or one full experience so if so, you're listening example, to an album like dark side yeah exactly Moon, so pink floyd sun rahe ho to pura album sunna chahiye pura album sunna padega na you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. not listen but if you're listening to something like i don't know john mayer or something which whose songs are more there are like how it's been a show like, you had episode episodic shows mm-hmm. and then you had a story based show yeah so you can do either way Ansh, what are your thoughts on this? You have not spoken for a while. For oh, for me, it's like okay, you listen to an album in its order because that's how the artist wanted you to listen to it. Once you're familiar with it, once you've once you've listened to it, you know any number of times that you wanted to. Once you once you get the album completely, how long does it take you to get the album? Okay, and, like how many listens you wanted? Because Oh, about about five, six, four, not five, six. Five complete it, it, times it depends, from like actually. one to end. I mean, not really. I mean, sometimes it takes about. But like when album is trash, you know, in the first listen also, no? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You can really tell sometimes. But like yeah. sometimes they tell that parent listen, my खराब लगता है, फिर अच्छा लगता है, ऐसे सब भी होता है. Like Stairway to Heaven. Oh, Stairway to Heaven was always a good song, man. What are you saying? No, it's 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 known to be that, that kind of song where it grows on you okay. with multiple listenings. See, this is why we never listen to that song. This is why we are telling Anshu is hardcore and intense because he is trying to be alag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> 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 because see, it starts and it's, no, like, it's a long. Everything is beautiful. I mean, I agree. It's overrated and it's a very good song. 
ऑब्वियसली लाइक एनी अदर आइडलिजम्स दिस 
album has the chorus of this album is literally jota albert barking out the word rockweiler i mean rockweiler <laughs> rockweiler i mean and you listen to it and it actually amazing. sounds like an actual dog barking i mean it's just amazing this album it's rawness i love everything about it the only thing i don't love about about this album is I, that i don't agree with fantano a lot of the time like, i respect like, what he uh, says yeah neither do i but like i i and i think the whole music community respect what he says but they don't agree most of the time yeah i don't i don't i mean yeah. i understand where he's coming from a lot of the time but i don't really agree with it most of the time i mean at this point i think fantano would just love it to have a healthy percentage of people not agreeing to his music and and a healthy percent of percentage of his audience kya bol raha hu na healthy percentage of his audience agreeing with his reviews because people uh, he's literally made a video about him influencing other people's music so if i think he's an unshared conversation how fantano was influencing anshu's music yeah because for example for, he said that green day's revolutionary Re- revolution radio it wasn't that good an album liam gallagher's uh, as you were it wasn't that good an album gave both of those like 6 6 and a half and for me they were like a strong 8 and after after that i slowly started seeing those albums right yeah as so sixes, so the thing about reviews it. and especially reviews from okay this is we're going on a tangent now but like continue yeah so the thing about reviews aggressive reviews like how fantano makes uh is mm-hmm. that if you like a thing that if you love a thing like for me everyday life was a thing that I absolutely died for coldplay's uh, latest com- combination of two eps i loved it it was mad but then it, it was not really <laughs> but then i um, watched uh, fandano's video about it and he he really really crapped on it and said ki and yeah it made me see that made me see his opinion about it. like it made me see ki okay maybe this part is not necessary and maybe yeah it's not that great of an album but isn't that the thing with most reviews like not just fantano so it's not fantano specifically but it's the kind of videos he makes not really. where he's usually not really. all uh caffeined up and extremely like okay okay you use the word aggressive right i won't say is aggressive i'll just say is passionate passionate yes hmm. i just say he's blunt and honest i mean right. he tells exactly what he feels and to some people they might not like what he's saying that's why they say aggressive <laughs> not, not pointing you out also got <laughs> for me every everyday life was see one of the things he said about everyday life was that it didn't sound like a finished album apart from the fact that it's compilations of two eps or two very short albums he said that this album doesn't sound finished i mean wonder of the world power to the people that song i mean it's it was supposed to be like that they purposely kept it like that they could have finished it they had And the song guns to i mean they had all the time in the world they needed to finish it but they chose to keep it like that i think nobody has all the right to overlook because 
he is just Which, a consumer okay, and he can like he can think of it in any way he wants to yeah he's he's spoken about it he's spoken about how does that count as bias um, you should go make your own opinion and then come and watch his video yeah, yeah, yeah. not watch his video to form an opinion i think anch and i were talking about this and i was just saying that um there are like three kinds of people that would watch his videos or not his videos just general review, review. videos there are the people who are passionate about music who have listened to this album and would like to know different perspectives about this album and would watch a lot of people's stuff so that's uh, that to that's what i would classify myself me too and then there are actually i said three i meant two then there are the worst kind of people i think that i get pretty angry about who don't have an opinion of their own they have no intention to make an opinion of their own but they um see that oh okay this guy is an intellectual dude who knows about his music and i if i listen to his music people won't think i am stupid so i won't make my own opinion i will listen to his opinion and frame that as my own say it like and sometimes people i there are there is a third kind who try to shit on the people uh, who try to shit on the critics by going against the you know hmm. the, the extreme edgy look i'm so cool ha, because matlab, i don't i like i don't agree with critics at hmm. all yeah aisa i mean some people say that critics say critics want I don't to be believe that. the people making I the art strongly disagree with and i can't disagree with that yeah everybody yeah, is a critic because yeah because pe- people want to be a critic people want to shit on other things not because they want because they couldn't be the thing that they're shitting on but that sort of implies that okay, it comes back. from a place of jealousy and i don't believe it comes from a place of jealousy at all we should do another episode about this because we've been talking about this for a while yeah yeah so yeah, now yeah. you go about your album oh oof, okay that was a ride so my album is whatever people say i am that's what i'm not by the arctic monkeys and it is definitely my favorite album like ever and uh, i can never get tired of this album uh it was the debut by british rock band arctic monkeys and yeah it it's just bangers on bangers bops on bops <laughs> and yeah it, it it never stops hitting you man because uh, there's not one dull moment in the whole i, I think 10 songs 40 45 minutes and uh, yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with it and like everything is perfect about it yeah so yeah what more do you <laughs> want me to say about it man i Talk okay, about some of the so songs. My favorites album. would be a certain romance because it's it's a very wholesome song. It makes me feel uplifted mm-hmm. in a way. And then there's when the sun goes down, which has been my favorite song for like the past year, I guess, because it's just that favorite song by them or just and oh, song. No, no favorite song. Period. Also. uh the whole album is not very complex or doesn't try hard, try hard to be very different but like they've got soul they've got the rawness and like they've done what they could do best and that comes out very 
So we're back after a break because of technical issues. Yes. And to the yeah. Point so where were we? So, uh, Asha's last album. Mm-hmm. Okay, computer. Oh right. So, yeah. So I'm going to talk about possibly my favorite album ever made by my favorite artist ever. uh it's radiohead and the album is okay computer so the basically the first thing you need to know about this album is that if you go on apple music and you open this album the first line in the description is greatest album of all time question mark that's that's all it need that's all you need to know it's honestly maybe the most tight scary album i have ever scary. listened to scary like so if you want to give yourself real chills you have to close your eyes read i should not close your eyes what you have to uh, read the lyrics of uh... <laughs> close your eyes and read them <laughs> you have to stop uh... like airbag dictionarying man i got scared Literally. you have to oh. read the lyrics of fitter happier and listen to it uh, yeah i'll like, send to me on that list chills. Yeah, it it really got me scared the first time I listened to it, and there is there is so much. My one of my favorite songs ever is in this album. It's exit music for a film, which I mean, if you haven't listened to it, the start of it is so haunting. It's one chord he plays. It's not one chord. It's three variations of one chord that he plays. and it's just so haunting and thom yong's voice is the most sad like melancholic thing you have ever listened to his yeah, and it's voice, very passionate also right yeah it's so strong that when he uh, even when he is at the lower end when he is not screaming his voice out uh at the like for example at the start of exit music for a film um even when he's not belting his voice which is another level of insanity when he's being quiet you will still get the chills that he needs you to have <laughs> and <laughs> yeah it's honestly there's not much i can say about this album because of how hauntingly beautiful it is that that is the most perfect description of it which is hauntingly beautiful i have a question for you yes why did you choose okay computer over kid a or like in rainbows okay so for me uh kid a is so there's a thing among radiohead fans who are like extreme kid a fans and the other stuff is i am an idiot for listening to it uh then there are the in rainbows fans who are the same way but less extreme so basically the people who are extreme kid a fans whose favorite album ever is kid a they are the people that look down on other people mm-hmm. other radiohead fans elitist radio fan radiohead fan yeah like i uh, your basic you 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 are, you are okay what creep you are listening to oh <laughs> and normally uh, asha does that <laughs> i do that but I, not as much 
and i mean mm-hmm. radiohead themselves do it so tangent radiohead once wrote a song called my iron lung i think it's in the bends the song my iron lung by them is about creep they wrote a song about a song and how it like entrapped them and they My couldn't time. leave it or they would die that is what an iron lung was an iron lung was like a life support system where you were basically dead but you were surviving basically on it and you needed it to live but you couldn't but you also don't want to be in it which is what their thing was with creep how is the song do iron lung how is it as in like is the song good in itself oh yeah that song is mad it's so the, even the album the bends okay whatever that is also a very good album but getting back to your question kidde is very psychedelic it is the birth of a new radiohead that people say and at times it's a little bit too psychedelic like it gets slightly jarring for me the first few times i listened to it i didn't love it because of how extreme it was and i okay, couldn't for me uh, this album whatever okay computer was also thoda jarring at times hmm. but okay computer ka jarringness was balanced by the um extreme beauty of the s- sadder songs yeah hmm. for me it's like you make me listen to okay computer and say yeah pretty good pretty good album for someone who doesn't know anything about radiohead Right. But then you make me listen to Kid A, and then I'll be like, "Wait, these are the same guys who wrote Okay Computer." Hmm. I mean, it's I mean the change in the music is so huge. Bro, change is visible from Pablo Honey. <laughs> yeah. So there, they, they had four big defining, like life-changing Record. changes for them, which was their first four albums essentially. It started off with Pablo Honey. which if you take it as not a radiohead album if you just take it as a separate album it's a very beautiful album like anybody can play the guitar is a very, very strong song even thinking about you it's fully acoustic and you would not even imagine a fully acoustic radiohead song today but uh thinking about you is a complete acoustic song where tom york is just going on another trip when he's singing and uh, like so these albums are great albums people some people don't even love the bends because even that is oh baby radiohead you are a kid oh theek hai they dismiss people who love the bends also but as albums they are very good albums but they grow so so dramatically drastic, dramatically so from the uh, pablo honey to bends was a crazy difference then the bends to okay computer was also a crazy difference and then okay computer to kidde was a complete change like you could still see the hints in okay computer that okay theek hai they could make kidde next but when they came out with kidde they lost their shit and in a good way they lost their mind <laughs> it was yeah radio had rumors after kidde yeah in rainbows was i think two albums after kidde Yeah. yeah it was kidde amnesiac hail to the thief and then in rainbows and amnesiac i didn't like hail to the thief thief at all yeah yeah so hail to the thief is a very controversial album by them like not too many people like it but there are some people who are die hard fans of it and i am on the not too many people like it side of it and amnesiac don't even 
talk to me about Amnesiac. It was not a good album. Some people are crazy crazy about it. Sorry? Yeah. Some people love Amnesiac. Amnesiac is very overrated. Like how Anthony Vantano says, Amnesiac is not a great album. It's... They're just doing anything. They were riding on the K-Day high and they just lost all sort of control that they had over their music. So yeah, that mm-hmm. is done. I did not talk about the album as much, but I spoke about the band. <laughs> but you could speak about Radiohead for like, you could have an entire episode about you just talking about Radiohead. about artists in general. Yeah, we should do that actually. We should like do, okay, meta planning later. But yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's plan on podcast. <laughs> yeah, so we're like held up to it. By the two yeah. people listening. But if they yes. haven't like gone down by now. <laughs> I mean, if yeah. you've tolerated us for an hour, I mean, that's a pretty big achievement. Commendable. Hmm. So, should we end this? Yeah, uh, it was fun. Anything I else? We had fun. No? I loved it. Yeah. Oh, is there anything else you want to add? Ask? Yeah, like so how? if people have any questions if they want us to talk about anything in particular yeah obviously you have requests or anything out. you can so obviously text us and answer yeah. random usernames yes so, which surprisingly right now because, because the people listening to this are obviously going to be our closest friends so you can just like whatsapp message us <laughs> listening yeah cool then Cool. Any other Hello. tangent you guys want to add or are we done? No, we are done. We'll, we'll keep, we'll end this. So. I'll do an outro. If you guys don't mind. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So, Ansh is going to cry. <laughs> so, we've been Ansh, Dritwan and Asha. Thank you very much for listening. We're going to be Ansh, Dritwan and Asha after the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize for the messiness. For this, we are literally doing this for the first time. Asha got into this five minutes before we started this. So, thank you. And thank you. Good night. Thank you. Morning. Thank you for having me, guys. This was good. Yes. Cool. You're not a guest anymore. Yes. Yeah, that's true. We we originally planned on keeping you as a guest. Yeah. But then Dritwan was like, should we add Asha for like the proper thing? Hmm. And honestly, it was a good decision. So, okay, uh, listeners, if you don't know, uh, three of us, along with two other insanely talented people, are in a band. And we might have them on. That's how Anch and I know each other, basically. So, yeah. we might have them on eventually if we're doing something with this. Cool. And I, I honestly thought of bringing them on as core, but it would be too chaotic. And I don't think they are very. Uh, Talkative uh, people. Like, yeah. But like they have insane insanely good taste. Yeah. It would be amazing to talk to them over this. Yeah. Cool. Good one, guys. Yeah. Cut. <laughs>